We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In the 2022 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Aiden Hutchison, defensive end, Michigan. Jared Goff winds up. Touchdown, Detroit. Josh Reynolds. Comes the blitz down the middle and on the fly. Jamison Williams, extra speed on the gas and gone. Touchdown. Yo, what is going on guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast episode 285 on the Blue Wire Network. I am Hero Styler joined by my guys as always, Mr. Malcolm Hart here. Boys, how are we doing today? I am doing great. We are talking about one of my favorite topics. Um, we'll get into that later, but I'm doing great, man. Good to see you guys. How you guys doing? Malcolm, what's up with you, bro? Woo! What is going on? I'm coming here with a black eye, um, some bruised ribs. I've been getting my ass whipped on Twitter, guys. I'm not sure if you guys seen it. This whole the, 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 the episode that we're talking about today has been whooped. Like, the, the Twitter nation been whooping my ass all, all week regarding this topic. I'm, I'm physically been abused. But besides that, man, I'm, I'm I'm doing good, man. I'm glad I'm glad to be back, man. I missed a couple episodes, but shit, we're here. We are here. We are here. Yes, and as Malcolm said, we are going to be talking quarterbacks today. Which there's just more context to now talk about quarterbacks. We know some deals of some other veterans getting paid. There's the whole Lamar Jack situation, which we're going to get into, and also we had the combine just passed. So there's going to be some rookie quarterbacks we're going to be mentioning. So. This is definitely going to be an episode. This is something I recommend to all the listeners doing right now. Grab a beer right now and open that shit right now because this is going to be an episode. You go get your popcorn. Get Go go get your beer. This is going to be an episode. Piers point towards the water. We are official sponsors of Coors Light on Blue Wire. So we're drinking Coors Light and having our popcorn for this episode. So that was a great sponsorship right there by me right there. So we're talking about quarterbacks. Look at Better- them. Did you like that? Did you like that promo? Well, well goddamn! You opened up that beer like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I felt like Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, man! I'm I'm glad, yo. Let's go, man. So, official sponsors, of course, Life Blue Wire. I want to I want to race for that for that promo. I felt like a WWE promo right there. <laughs> I yeah. felt like I was cutting a promo right there. Yeah, All right. right. 
Let's not waste any more time. Let's right, let's get right into these quarterbacks right now. Let's talk about these veteran quarterbacks. Pierre, I want to go to you for this one. So some vets got paid before the franchise tag. We saw Daniel Jones. We saw Geno Smith. Derek Carr's on a new football team. Um, and the whole Lamar Jack situation. But before we get into Lamar, talk about the veterans that have gotten paid so far and what those contracts look like right now. Um, I believe Geno Smith got like 37, was it, or something like that? 30, 105 divided by three, damn it. He got 35 um, a year. My bad, 35 a year. And then uh, Daniel Jones got 40 million a year with the first two years guaranteed, 82 million guaranteed. And then Derek Carr got between, I believe it's 37 or 38 million a year, something like that. 37, yeah. 37 million a year, yeah. And when you look at Geno's contract, it's not really 35 million. The way it's structured is two years, 50 million, and there's out after that. It's still really good money for a guy who hasn't really done nothing until this year. So I'm actually happy for Gino. So congrats to him. And Derek Carr is coming off a down year. Um, I think he took a little less with the Saints. Honestly, I think he could have got more maybe from other teams, but he took a little less. And then I don't know what the hell the Giants are doing. I do not see Daniel Jones as a $40 million a year quarterback. I don't view him as a franchise quarterback. Um, I don't know what they're doing. So, so that now poses the question: You see Daniel Jones get paid. You see Geno Smith get paid. You see Derek Carr and new football team and get paid. What tone does that give towards Jared Goff, who's not due for an extension this year, for say, but it could be could be an extension potentially this year? What does that say for Jared Goff? Like, should his agent should he be very excited with all the news that's happened the last couple of days? I think all agents of quarterbacks should be excited. Everyone. Um, yeah, Tyler, because a guy like Daniel Jones, he, I mean, just look at his numbers and his career. They're, they're nothing special. And you look at a guy like Jared Goff, like when negotiates what agents bring up, Pro Bowls, playoff wins, uh, record overall, stats, you know. And Jared Goff, I think, has better stats than Daniel Jones and Geno Smith. Um, if I had to guess right now, I think Jared Goff's mark is in the 45 to $50 million range, just the way that these guys got paid. And you're going to see like guys like Burrow and Herbert probably command north of 50, 52, 53 million or something like that, probably. Um, just that's my guess. The way the market, maybe they'll take a little less, those guys on their teams. I don't think so, though. We'll see. So it's it's very tricky, bro. Like if I was to ask you a question right now, you're Brad Holmes. Would you willing be to pay Jared Goff, let's say, 45 million a year? That, that's the question exactly I was going to ask you right now. I was going to go around the table and just ask, are you willing to give Jared Goff right now an extension of $45 million a year? And the, just a simple yes or no, and then explain yourself. So I'll start off with you, Malcolm. Explain yourself. Yes or no? Uh, $45 million. I mean, depending on what the cap goes up to, I think this, you know, $45 million compared to when Joe Burrow and those guys – restructure their deals, I think they're going to reset the market completely. I think Joe Burrow, Joe, the, the Trevor Lawrence, those guys, I think they're going to reset the market. So $45 million doesn't seem too bad. Now, it all depends on, again, where does Brad Holmes see Jared Goff? Now, does Brad Holmes see Jared Goff as this temporary quarterback where um, he just he's just there until he can find his guy? Or does he look at Jared Goff as a franchise quarterback? He believes, he truly believes he could win with Jared Goff. Now, if, you, if he believes that Jared Goff is a quarterback that could win and, and get Detroit, help Detroit get a Super Bowl, $45 million doesn't seem 
like 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 a, a pricey range for a quarterback that you believe can win your Super Bowl. Now, like again, like I said, it's a yes, it's a yes and no. Well, I'm leaning towards yes for me if it was me, because I actually believe that Jared Goff could win. Um, like for example, last year, even with the roster that we had last year, if we had a top ten defense, we we're looking at all these playoff teams different because we had the thirty second ranked defense, and we still felt like we would have got in, we would have be able to hang with those teams. Now you can say that okay, let's say Detroit Lions had a number three ranked defense and they go into the playoffs, we might be in the Super Bowl. We might be in the Super Bowl and Jared Goff could be your quarterback in those Super Bowls. So, yes, I do believe you could win with Jared Goff. And if he gets you there, 45 is cheap. That's that's going to be a discount price if you look at it three or four or five years from now. Four, four or five years from now, I can see guys getting 65, 70 million five, uh, three or four years from now. So, yeah, 40, 45 million golf. If you could win, let's go with it. Okay. I mean, that, that's interesting because I agree when guys like Burrow and Justin Herbert officially get their extensions, right? Th- those are not going to be cheap. And when you see contracts like Daniel Jones getting $40 million a year, I mean, those agents are going here. Guys, l- look what I have done so far and look what Daniel Jones has done so far. You're going to give me a way bigger pay raise than what you're giving to Daniel Jones, right? And I think that's where you know golf is kind of right now like he, he could ask for more um but Pierre, i'm gonna ask you the same question you know today right now or let's just say this year this offseason you got to pay jared Goff 45 million dollars a year are you comfortable doing that absolutely not Tyler. i mean how many years are guaranteed like is it two years three years it could how many be years am i stuck with him he is 28 year old quarterback um I think it really depends. I mean, you could really play it so many ways. He could make it less years and maybe get another contract in his early 30s, or maybe he takes one big payday right off the gate. Like I, I think you can really structure however you, you really want it to be. Okay, so I'm thinking about Jared Goff, and I'm thinking about a similar player in Minnesota, Kirk Cousins. Now, the Vikings are kind of stuck with Kirk Cousins, like they're not he's not a great quarterback, but he's not like a bad quarterback. He's like okay, above average, good, whatever. The Lions, I feel like if they do that to golf, it could kind of be like a Kirk Cousins situation. You don't want to be in a Kirk Cousins situation. Um right now I am not comfortable with giving golf forty five million a year. I'm really not because last year we saw when stuff like collapsed, he wasn't he wasn't good. And you're not going to have everyone healthy 100% of the time in the NFL. It's just not possible. It's not realistic. You know, so I, I just – no, I wouldn't be comfortable personally, no. Yeah. What about you? I think it's interesting right now. Like today, if I were to make the decision, probably not. But I'm not necessarily going, let's say, the draft route where people are suggesting the line should go with this number six overall pick and saying they should take a quarterback. Now, hey, if there's a quarterback prospect you like – I think it's worth taking the shot of taking a rookie quarterback, letting him crockpot behind Goff for, for one year and seeing where it goes. If Goff has a good year, then you can make the decision if you want to keep him, trade him, or you even have value of this rookie quarterback you could use now if you want to trade him potentially if Goff is your guy potentially, right? But if there's a quarterback prospect that you don't totally love at number six, I'm not doing it. So for me, let's say Anthony Richardson, that's that's the hype. That's the buzz right now. I don't like Anthony Richardson. I don't think he's a very good prospect. I mean, I see the intangibles. I see the intrigue. I'll, I'll say that. But as a player, I don't like Anthony Richardson. I don't 
like that's not a guy I'm taking at pick number six. Um, I understand the context that he could crockpot behind golf for one year, and then maybe you are unable to unlock those traits that he he possesses. Right? I understand all that. I just don't want to be the team to take a shot at him. I just don't love him personally. Um, but let's say Bryce Young's there, CJ Stroud's there. I think that makes the decision a lot more intriguing for the Lions to swing the fences and still be confident Goff is your guy going into next year, and then you make that decision next year if you want to start one of the rookie quarterbacks or if you want to extend Goff and make him your guy. I don't I don't think you are hostage if you take a quarterback at six and already assuming Jared Goff is out the door. I, I don't think that that's what it means if you take a quarterback at six. I think Goff still has an opportunity to prove himself to be the guy going forward with this season. Hey, Prior Podcast listeners, it's your boy Malcolm here. And if you're a sports better like me, let me tell you about Oz Traders. Oz Traders is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books. You can also compare the different sign up codes and promotional codes from different sports books to get the best deal. This app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather so the bettors can make the most informed bets as possible. This app also has bet trackers so bettors can keep records of all their games and betting activity. Looking to maximize your bets? Go to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Again, that's O-D-D-S-T-R-A-D-E-R.com slash bluewire. Oddstraders, the number one site for your game day bets. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let me ask a question, man. Let me let me just throw it out there. If if you believe Bryce Young is your quarterback, you know, you said that you would take Bryce Young. Yeah. Why not just trade up for him? Because you still have the optimism that Goff could be your guy. So I don't think there's a necessarily like you have to go all aggressive and make him your guy. 
So you so so you do believe there's a chance that golf could be the guy. Yeah, I do believe there's a shot. I just don't right now confidently can't after one year say I am confident that golf is my guy. Now he shows me another year, you're more confident. But you would draft a quarterback at six. If there's a guy I like. But you wouldn't if move he's up the best play, if he's the best player on my board, I'll take him. But you wouldn't move up. No, I'm not eager. I'm not like anxious. I have to get a quarterback this year. Okay. I mean, that's that's fair. But if he falls to my lap and I have him as a number one player on the board, I think it makes sense to take a quarterback. If that's your number one player on the board. Um, Tyler, this is where me and you disagree on the trade-up thing. If you're sitting at six, you're probably not going to pick in there next year. Probably not going to pick in there maybe hopefully within the next few years. And if you love a quarterback, you think you'd be your franchise guy and Arizona's calling you at three – and you think that guy could be your franchise quarterback, I think you go up and get him. That's personally how I feel. If you think a guy could be your quarterback, your franchise quarterback, you're not sold on golf, and you're not going to be picking the top ten again, and you think this guy is a truly a difference maker, whoever it is, let's just say it's a quarterback they love, mm-hmm. you go up and get that quarterback. You don't risk him falling. I don't think you have to be eager this year. I don't think you have to be but super like, aggressive I'm trying for a quarterback. To say, I know, but what I'm trying to – you don't have to be aggressive, but if you really love a guy and you're not sold on golf as your franchise quarterback and you're picking at six, you're not going to be picking in the top ten again. Yeah. Like we're ho- hoping not, right? Yeah. You're probably not going to be picking this high again. And this is the year you have all your picks. You have two second-round picks. You have an additional first-round picks. You have some ammo. Yeah. If you want a quarterback, I think this is the year you do it. I don't think because next year – you don't say next year because next year there's uh, – what's his face? The guy out of USC, Caleb Williams. Uh, Caleb, Caleb Williams, thank you. Um, whoever has that pick is probably not trading that pick. They're probably going to take him. He's uh-huh. like a lottery ticket. He's uh-huh. like he's a really good quarterback. Unless you're in a Bears situation. Um, I do think even if it was the Bears, it was Caleb Williams there. I think they take Caleb Williams over Justin Fields. So you think, you th- you think Caleb so, Williams so, is like your Victor Weminyama, basically? Like you just take him no matter what. So let me get this mm-hmm. straight. Let me get this straight. So say, if, for example, Bryce Young goes to Houston Texans. Yeah. Houston Texans actually have the number one pick. They're going to draft the quarterback. I could see it. I mean, we saw with the with the Cardinals. They had Josh Rosen. Like, he didn't really play. Kyler Murray next year was number one pick. But you would give up on Bryce Young? Um, if it's Caleb Williams, bro, Caleb Williams a difference maker. He's, if you're the number one pick, you got to be a reason why you're the number one pick. Yeah, I, mean, I have mean, something that didn't go the right. Texans are the, they're, they're pretty bad. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think I don't think one quarterback is going to fix them. They still could be. I mean, like we've seen the Jacksonville Jaguars. The, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They drive Trevor Lawrence next year. Guess what they have? The number one pick. Yeah. Now we don't know the situation. Anything could happen. Yeah. Now they have a quarterback. Would they go a double quarterback? I don't know. I mean, um, you never know what could happen. I was kind of bringing up the Arizona. We saw this happen with Arizona, and they did that. But that's because Josh. That's because Josh Rosen led them to have the worst offense. On the planet. I mean, I, I, think, I think he was set up to fail, honestly. <laughs> but also, fair, they had a brand new head coach come in. Cliff Kingsbury wasn't there to draft Josh Rosen. That, that was Steve like, Wilkes. In general, though, the team that's picking one most likely is probably going to take a quarterback. What I'm trying to say is, like, you can't go from, like, let's say you're in the 20s all the way to one. That's going to – that's – It's a lot, yes. That's – it's, it's, it's a lot. But we see, like, the 49ers maneuver picks to get the quarterback they want. Um, We've seen when Brad Holmes was on with the Rams – he was able to maneuver picks to jump up to number one to grab Jared Goff. That's I mean, why I said this year, this year, if they really love a guy, this is the year to do it. it because doesn't necessarily have to be this year. And the reason why, know, because the reason, and the reason why I'm saying this is because if Detroit keeps building, they say they keep building, and Detroit is at a point where 
They have a top top 10 defense. Everything looking good. But guess what we're missing? We're missing a quarterback. I think Detroit could say, this is like the, this is like the 49ers have been saying in the past couple of years, fuck those picks. And then when you say fuck those picks, you just say fuck it. Let me give you my next, let me mortgage you my next three first round picks to move up and get the, the guy who I want. I mean, right, that's what teams like, do. My kind of argument to that, I'm saying if you love a guy this year, why not do it this year, then wait. Why are you risking next year? What if next year there isn't a guy you like? I mean, if it's this year, you love a guy, you can't just say next year this guy's going to be there. That, that's You're taking a huge risk missing on your potential franchise quarterback. Well, that's right? basically saying you, you're done with golf. Not done with golf, but you're not even giving golf the benefit of the doubt that he could prove that he could be a franchise quarterback. Well, to be fair, like to, to be fair though, like they haven't really committed to golf long term yet. They haven't signed him. Yeah, no, they haven't. They yeah. haven't. They have all they said is he's going to be our quarterback next year. I mean, they just he, haven't. They don't know either. They don't know if he's their guy yet or not for the for the future. So if you don't know. And you're scouting these quarterbacks and like you're getting a guy on a rookie deal. And let's say you love him and you think he's that guy, whoever it is, CJ Bryce, Anthony Richardson, whoever it is. Right. If you think one of those guys is there, you think could be that guy and you have a chance to get him. I think they'll do everything in their power to take that guy. Uh, I, I say, really do. I say yes and no. But the thing what I'm saying is that when they mention golf and I think I don't know why we keep adding things to what Brad Holmes said. Brad Holmes didn't say he's our quarterback for this year or he's our quarterback for till next year. He just said that's our guy. That's all he, he said. said it, he said he's our starter next year. He never mm-hmm. said anything after next said, year. He never said that, that's our starter next year. He just said he did. He's our he did. guy. He's our guy. He did. He said he said next year though. Yeah, didn't hear him say next year. I heard I heard Dan Campbell say he's our guy, and then also Dan Campbell said we believe we could win with Jared Goff. So that when they say those two things, it all depends on yeah, you could you could move up, mortgage up to get the guy you want. But at that point, if you believe you could win with Jared Goff, why were you mortgaged up? that far up to get grab a quarterback if you I have a question for you Malcolm you're a GM yeah. you're in the media maybe let's say you're not fully into your quarterback but they ask you this question are you going to say we don't believe in Jared Goff I would say that Jared Goff needs competition I would say that we could um, you know Jared Goff I would say Jared Goff played well but we can always upgrade his position to get better. You know that's the thing but every time they try to the media try to ask him that question they Switched around and focused on back. They they've answered it two ways. They said they'll look at the quarterback in the top, and they'll also look at back quarterbacks. They'll look at free agency backups as well. They basically said everything. Like well, they're well, not showing their hand, which well, they've done a phenomenal job yeah. for making us like all confused and NFL teams confused too. Because there is like I think a legit chance the Lions take a quarterback at six. I think teams believe that there's a legit shot the Lions could take a quarterback at six this year, and that's yeah, a good job by Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell by selling it. Yeah, they, I mean absolutely. we don't know because Campbell said he like. Golf has bought his time, which means well, maybe they're not sold on him. And then he also well, said, like, he's our guy. Right, so it's like – My point is when, I, when, I, when I'm saying sell it, like, we don't know what they're actually going to do. Like we the, don't. Like, the Bears telling me they're, they are going to evaluate quarterback? Bullshit. I know you're not evaluating quarterbacks. You're not Ooh. taking a quarterback this year. You're, you're all on a field. That's bullshit to me. The Lions, what they're doing right now, it could really go either way. If you're a fan, you're an NFL guy – NFL GMs, they, they don't know what the Detroit Lions are going to do at pick six, so they are doing a very – Good job of selling it. We really don't know what's going to happen till probably draft day. I know. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you, uh, if, you're look, if you're thinking about Brad Holmes right now, do you think Brad Holmes believes if he makes it right for Detroit, makes fix the defense, which he's been talking about all season? If you fix the defense, do you believe Brad Holmes believe he could win with Jared Goff? Yeah, I think he thinks he could win with Jared Goff. I, I don't think that's the problem. I think 
where Pierre's going into is that there might be a ceiling with how much you could win with Jared Goff. I think and the price you pay for and it. And that's the so price like, you're paying for what, it. Two Super Bowls, one Super Bowl. Like, what's enough? What's enough winning? Winning is winning. Okay, no, Super Bowls. Uh, uh, Super Bowl is great. <laughs> so a win is a okay. win. You win the Super Bowl, you win. That, yeah. I, mean, I don't think Pierre, I don't think, I don't. I don't think Pierre <laughs> believes even that right now. That's my. I mean, point. this is where I'm at right now. Look, you you have guys that are going to get paid. Jonah Jackson is going to get paid. Panay Sewell is going to get paid. I'm and Ron Panay Sewell are going to be like one of the highest paid at their positions, and they both. Like they both deserve it. Aline McNeil is going to get a nice contract. He won't be the highest paid, but it's going to be a nice contract. You're going to have Jerry Goff somewhere in that 40 to 50 mil range, probably. With right. The cap going, with the cap going up, continue. But with even with the cap going up, those guys are also, their salaries are going up too. So it's, I, it's still, you're having the same problem though. I, I, it's not I, I, just I, Goff. It's, it's every position. So I would rather, if you could have a rookie quarterback, you look at the teams that, that have recently won, like that have been in the playoffs, that have had success, is the teams that are on a rookie quarterback. Okay. The, uh, the reason why I'm laughing is because... I'm not done, though. Hold on. I'm not done. Okay. I'm not done, though. I'm not done. Continue. I'm not done. Continue. Continue. Uh, do you just... The, the way the league is set up right now, the easiest way to win, in my opinion, is having that rookie quarterback and building all around him and paying guys all around him. Right? Versus... Having a quarterback that's making – like Patrick Mahomes is different. They let Tyreek Hill walk because they could. Patrick Mahomes is that guy. If you had a Tyreek Hill on this team and you let him walk, Jared Goff would struggle. Patrick Mahomes is different. You can't bring up Mahomes. He's a different player. They let guys walk and he's still balling. Right? Right. Are you done? If you let, if you let Amon Ra walk, Jared Goff's numbers are going to go down. Is it? I mean, you still have Jameson Williams. And, you know – Receivers are replaceable. I mean, are they though? Yeah, absolutely. No offense, no offense to Amon Ross a. Brown. He's a he, he is a great addition to the Lions team, but believe it or not, he's not commit. He's not catching balls over two people. He's not doing shit that you know Jefferson does. He's not doing you know shit that you know that at Devonte Adams does. He, he's he does. great in the slot. He's great for his role. He's great what he does, but. Is he a mega superstar that he's irreplaceable? It's like Debo Samuel to me. I mean, he's great. He's good at he's what he does. He's hard to replace. He's, you don't find like it's not an easy replacement. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. guys. I mean, those guys come out all the time every year. I think every year is like you can find a guy, that, that a slot guy that's similar to Debo Samuels. Yeah, but you can't say he's guaranteed he can be a top 12 player at his position. I'm not, say, not saying that. But the thing is like we're, we're, we're treating Amaral St. Brown like he's Calvin Johnson. I'm treating no, him like as a top player. I think he's a top. He's a golden Tate. I think he's better than Golden Tate. How much better? A lot, a lot better. No. I mean, I think he's a top 12 player at his position. Yeah, I think he's top 10 at his position, but same thing. Top 10, top 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Golden Tate was when he had Stafford. Yeah. Mm, I mean... I mean, it is, I'm talking about their, their, their playing style. Is it is it that far off that he's... Super, way better than Golden Tate. Play I style. think he's better. I Play think he's style. better. I think they're very, 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 Play very style. Very they're very similar. similar. Yeah, they're both very, 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 very similar. Both bloats, slot receivers. Yeah, I mean they, you know, both, the yak guys. Both very, 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 very similar. Yeah, they could now play. is he a Justin Jefferson, where he's on the outside and he's catching balls over two people, doing one hand catches over two people? Is he doing shit like that? Yeah, but my, I think the point is you still want Amon Ross St. Brown on your football team for the long run. Absolutely, I'm not saying you're not looking to replace Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm not saying get rid of him. I'm just saying like 
he can make it work. But and that here's is- another example, right? Like the Chiefs, they released Frank Clark. They're, Orlando Brown did not get franchise. Like they're starting left tackle, really good left tackle. I mean, you have problems like that, but the Chiefs could mask that because Patrick Mahomes actually carries a team. Not everything needs to be perfect around him. He's great. He's elite. You don't have a lot of guys like that. I have a lot of guys. He's the only one. That's why when we talk about quarterbacks, I I put him in his own category. He's the only one. I have three in that category right now. Three Three. for everybody. Everybody's different with it. He's only right now, today, he's only one. In my book, he's only one. And when you look. He's the only one who can do like that, do a situation like that and win. Everybody uh, needs something. Yeah, other than the Niners, when you look at teams that have been like to the to the NFC Transit yet, they've all have had like really good quarterbacks. Other than the Niners, the Niners' way to build is the hardest way to build. Everything has to be perfect around the quarterback. The Niners, what they did too is they they went out and got a young quarterback. Obviously, he got hurt. Trey Lance, we don't know what he is. Then Brock Purdy came and he got hurt. They're also keep swinging at quarterback as well, right? They they don't want to pay Jimmy G. They don't want to pay a veteran. They went the cheap route. I think that's what the Lions should do. Go the cheap route, build you like have guys around to pay, be able to pay guys versus having a quarterback that hamstrings you from paying other guys. If that guy is elite, sure, give him all the money he wants. Like if you have a Justin Herbert, um, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, you know, Patrick Mahomes, those kind of guys, yeah, you pay them. But other than that, man, I feel like honestly, you get similar production with different players with the way the scheme is set up. Like Kyle Shanahan. He shoveled through three, two, three different quarterbacks, and they were fine until he get like they had no one to play. And and Pierre, that's kind of where I agree with you to a certain extent. Where like I think Stroud and Bryce Young could fit that category, where you can get a rookie quarterback here on a rookie contract, and I think you can get. I'm not going to guarantee similar play, but I think you can get similar play to what Goff gave you. Maybe maybe not as as good as he was last year, but I think Stroud or Young they could be really good for your system. They're going to be on rookie deals and. You're not you're not worrying about their contracts right now. You're going to worry about that contract in five more years or four more years, right? Whatever it is, right? Yeah. And you could build your roster and kind of do what Philly did for you know a couple of years, where you just really build up the roster with all with your rookie quarterback Jalen, your rookie contract Jalen Hurts, and you could build your football team and really maximize your window to get talent in here. So, so Tyler, if you believe that, why don't you just trade up to get the guy? That's my thing. I don't get why you said no to that. It's tough though because like I believe golf is good and I believe you could win with golf, but there's still like I don't. It's the uncertainty with golf because we don't know what golf could do here. Right now, right now we we uh, take away the wins right now. Take away the win that you, right now we're talking about contract. You're saying that golf's contract is not going to be able to be able to get guys. Their their second contracts. No, We're no, not going no. to bring guys. So you're you're saying that it's going to be hard if we pay golf this forty five million dollars. Yeah. Everybody keeps saying yeah. this number, this forty five million. If they pay him this amount, oh, we won't be able to sign Amaral. We won't be able to sign this guy. We won't be able to sign this guy. We we won't we'll be but, stuck in cap hell. And but if you believe we right. get a if you believe we get a rookie quarterback and he's going to give you the same amount of production as golf and it's going to be cheaper, just. Just trade up and get the guy. See, but that's scary, though. The thing that's why it's scary is because you could ruin team chemistry. Maybe the guy's not as good as Jared Goff, and Jared Goff still has the potential to be a top quarterback like he did was last year. That's the scary part. That's why I'm a little, like, not anxious of taking a quarterback. So, so uh, let me get this straight. So if Goff plays very similar to last year, yes, you're okay paying Goff. Yeah, because at that point, he's the top seven player at his position. Okay. That's fair. Right now, I don't know if I could confidently say I think Jared Goff's going to be in his top seven at his position again. 
not confidently. Like, could it happen? Yes, because it, it's going to be a good system. But I can't confidently say that until I see I, it again. I, I think I think that's that's where everybody is different at. And, and the thing is with me, everybody looking at me like, oh, you're home, you're home. I just believe that golf is going to play better than he did last year. And I mean, yeah. not 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 as far as the, the turnovers, as far as he's going to have less terminal, less turnover. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you have less turn. I think it'll be more productive because you're two in the offense. I think a, a full year with J-Mo, uh, I think, I do believe he's going to be better. Now, that's just my opinion. And that's why I'm not really looking at a quarterback right now because I do believe what his production was last year is going to be a slight increase on how he plays next year. Everybody's and, different. Uh, Everybody's different. I do want to bring up one thing. I didn't necessarily say they can't pay Amon Ross and Brown. So they'll have they'll have trouble paying everyone if you, like, give that to golf. That's what I was trying to say. Like, you can't pay everyone. Yeah. I mean, I don't right now. Me personally, I don't believe in cap. The cap. I mean, it is there, but I mean, look at look, let's let's take a look at the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints is over the cap. Oh. They're over the cap like fifty million dollars, and they were able to maneuver people, maneuver this, maneuver that, manipulate the cap to sign Derek Carr. They're so you don't believe like, in the cap, Malcolm, but that's eventually going to catch up to the Saints eventually. Eventually, all they're doing is taking money and they're pushing it into the future. Yeah. They have a lot of dead cap in future. They have like dead cap for guys that are not on their roster in the future. It's, it's like that's the Tampa not, Bay, it's like Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers situation right and now. And the Rams. I mean, the the Bucks and Rams. I get it. They won. The Saints haven't done shit. I know, but I guess if they figure they win, like for example, if the Lions win the next couple of years, would 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 it matter? No. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. If you're winning, it doesn't matter. But the, but like I do think some teams though are hesitant to just to do that in general. Like some teams are not a fan of that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, at the end of the day, is do you have a shot to win? If you really believe you have a shot to win, then it's gonna you can make it work. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You definitely could make it work and then suffer in the future. And I guess if you're a Lions fan. You'll do anything for winning, even if you have to suffer for in the future, right? You don't care what happens in the future. You want to win. You've yeah, suffered honestly, long enough. <laughs> I want to build like how the <laughs> Patriots sort of have built, like not like be good for two years and then be sucky. I want to build like kind of like the, what the Chiefs are doing. You want I want a long-term game. success. I want long-term. I don't want Tom Brady. I want long-term success. So you want a Patrick Mahomes. And I think that's what the Lions want too. So you want it, Patrick Mahomes? So yeah, it's tough. Like I mean, that. You're, you're asking for the greatest quarterback at, at the era right now. That's what, that's what you're saying. So either you want Tom Brady because that's the reason why they won for 20 years, or you want Patrick Mahomes. He's the reason why they're winning right now. Yeah, it's tough right now because the NFL and you look it's at the history. Tough, it's but. like it's like Jordan. It's like oh, you want Michael Jordan in your football? You want Michael Jordan in your basketball team? That's how it is right now. You, no, no, you, it is tough. But like, I do feel like if if you. You don't necessarily need like a pass. I feel like if if Herbert has the right guys around him, like the Chargers could do that, right? If obviously the Bengals are, are, I mean, they've been already doing that for the last two years, just competing and being real good. Like you could do that if you get a really good quarterback. It doesn't have to be Mahomes, but like a quarterback that's actually a franchise guy and lift guys around him. Lift well, guys those guys are around the contracts right now. So even if like Mahomes is not though, and he's I'm fucking Mahomes, still doing but, that. like Burrow is on a rookie contract right now. So how does that change once he gets his but payroll? I feel like even when Burrow though, he gets the bag, I feel like he'll still be the same Burrow. Like, I don't think there's going to be that much. No, uh, no, I understand that. It's not that the problem that he won't be the same Burrow. It's just that you're not going to be able to have J- Jamar Chase, T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Like you can't make that work technically. And you don't, you honestly don't need all of them. I mean, it's Burrow. You, you can have like, like solid receiver. I mean, but bro, the, the Chiefs said they're playing to have Kadarius Tony as their number one receiver next year. Yeah, but my point is, you haven't seen Burrow without exactly. those three guys. I only seen him when, when he wasn't with Jamar Chase and it didn't look too good. I mean, he was, he got hurt, but I mean, 
We can't we can't speculate that oh yeah he's gonna be Joe Burrow if you take away his elite number one receiver. Yeah, I think I think he's still Joe Burrow. It doesn't matter who he has know. around him. I don't think know. he's still Joe. I mean, because, I mean, guys struggle. I mean, we seen Aaron Rodgers struggle. I mean, the guys struggle. I mean, there's only one Patrick Mahomes guy. I'm trying to tell you, man. Josh Allen is great, but he take away digs and shit might hit, hit shit might hit the fan. He he didn't become. And Josh it's not Allen. just Mahomes, by the way. It's Andy Reid too. Andy Reid's a fucking that, wizard. That's true, but Josh Allen didn't become Josh Allen until Stephon Diggs got there. Yeah. I mean, we wasn't talking about people weren't putting him in that league. I don't put him in that league category, but people weren't putting him in that league category. Until Stephon Diggs got there, so he I mean, got his receivers, he had no receivers, bro. His number one receiver was that dude that was what's that dude, the white dude slide name? What's his name? I, I, Cole I Beasley. That. that was his number one receiver was Cole Beasley. Come on, I, I, I get that, but now you take away him away. Is Josh Allen still Josh Allen? I don't know. Yeah, and that's the tough part. Is like that's why I'm not eager to go out for a quarterback because I think you could win with Goff, even with paying Jared Goff. I think you could win with him. But it obviously makes it a lot easier if you have a rookie quarterback. And speaking of the Mahomes and Josh Allen thing, I do think there's a prospect like that. He could either be Blake Bortles or Mahomes and Josh Allen. I think that's Anthony Richardson. Um, I'm sorry. You're laughing, but I'm like – No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. And I'm going to go – I mean, three three NFL analysts all said this. Lance – or not Sam. I'm sorry. Uh, Jalen Jeremiah said it. Dane Bugler said it. And uh, forgot Josh the other Norris. guy's name. Josh Norris. All these guys cover the draft. I mean, they they all that's their job. They literally cover it. They all said like they think that Anthony Richardson lines are the perfect spot for him. Why? Because he doesn't have to start right away. The O line is there. The receivers are there. The coaching staff is great at developing players. Um, it's kind of like a Josh Allen situation in Buffalo, where like you don't you don't rush him. You know, you, you let him sit a year, kind of what the what the Chiefs did with Mahomes, what the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson. You know, you have a good vet behind them. You have good coaching staffs, good development guys. And I feel like, honestly, and forget the athleticism and all that. He's very athletic, right? But he has a beautiful arm, massive arm. Um, he has really good pocket uh, awareness. He's good in the pocket, and he's mobile. He's 6'4", 244, ran a 4'4". That's very rare for a guy. I mean, that's a tight end running 4'4". That's that's unreal. I, think. I mean, he's he's athletic. He's he's like he's a dual threat. Teams have to account for his legs when he's on the field. He's kind of like the stuff he has. You can't teach, but you could fix the bad stuff. You could fix the mechanics. His footwork, his arms, they get a little messy, but that's all fixable. And we saw it with Josh Allen. The Bills fixed that. Um, I I would take a chance on him, man. I really would. I think you also have to mention. I mean, and I know when you said you could fix him, but completion percentage of fifty three percent. That's last okay, year. Okay, okay. That's, that's that's you want to bring that up. His receivers like had like seventeen three, touchdowns and right. nine, nine picks. Yeah, yeah, but like context matters too. You look at the beginning of the year; he was awful, and towards the end of the year, he improved a lot. Also, his he has, his receivers were all trash. He also had like his last few games; they had like a bunch of drops. If you take those drops out of the game, his completion percentage is closer to sixty than fifty. In his last few games, as he improved, so like. Everything kind of matters, right? And obviously, he has issues. We know that. I'm not saying he's going to come in and start right away. I know he has his issues, but they're all fixable. They're all coachable. You can't coach his arm. You can't coach athleticism. That's true. You can't coach none of that. That's you true. can coach mechanics. You can coach accuracy. You can coach fixing, like, your footwork. That's all coachable. <laughs> and he's he's willing to learn. Like, he's a smart player. He also – one thing that also people don't bring up is he played in a pro-style offense in Florida. He's only started 13 games, but he played in a pro-style offense. Um, so he already knows some of the concepts versus a lot of other teams in college play in a spread offense. 
So he's and he has a really high IQ. Like that's one thing that people write about is his football IQ. He's just raw. He hasn't played a lot. He also hasn't had the best coaching staff, the best players around him either. His his wide receivers were awful, like really bad. So I mean, it's still Florida. I mean, it's not like he's playing in North Dakota State. No, Malcolm. They had playing? really bad. They had really bad receivers. They dropped everything. They drop everything. Now, did you see? Did, did you go back and watch the drops, or did you just? Are you just assuming? Could you just? No, hear like they drop. They. I've watched them. Go watch some games. Go watch the last few games. I actually watched. I actually watched two full games. I watched a game when you played FSU, and I watched the game when you played USF. Two full games. Yeah, I want. I want to get. I, I didn't want to just be like some people and look at highlights. No, I'm not. So I'll tell you. That's how I look at him. That's how I say. What do I say? In one drive, he has like two what the fuck throws and two amazing throws. That's basically how he is. He'll have like a few crazy throws. He'll be have like yo, like you look like an undrafted player. That's how he is, and you're laughing, right? I mean, you agree with that? That's I'm, like, I'm laughing because Tyler, uh, P- Pierre, don't say nothing because I know you're gonna try. To blah, 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 blah. No, no, go ahead, go you, ahead. Tyler, Tyler, when we brought up Malik Willis last year, what was the thing about Malik Willis? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying they're the same quarterback, but I'm just saying when we were talking about Malik Willis. What were you thinking about Malik Willis last year? He would throw. He could make run, some spectacular plays, and he could make some. Pass, yeah. And then you do what? And then you could have some what the f for those. Okay. That, and, that's all I want to say. All right. That's I why, that, and that's yeah. why I laughed. That's why I laughed because yeah. it's like the same shit. I'm not saying that the, the the players are the same. I'm saying the conversation is the same shit. Will Malik um, Willis? Will Malik Willis? They were saying he had a bad O line. They said he had a, he had no receivers. Raw talent, unbelievable speed. All he needs is a chance to be a backup, and and, and he has everything that's teachable. I don't care about the height. I don't care about the weight. I don't care. The the topics are the same. But that's not fair. What do you mean it's not fair? Did did you guys did you guys not say the same thing? No, but but we're saying right now. But they're two different prospects. You can't say like that. That's not fair. There are two different people. Two I also said Willis needed at least maybe two years. Like, he wouldn't be ready right away. I think just Richardson needs one year to sit. I don't think he needs two years. Okay, so that's the only difference between those two quarterbacks. They're- I also No, there's two big differences. Also, Richardson, by set pro-style offense, that, that makes a big difference. He doesn't need to go in and, like, learn he, versus spread or whatever. They that. played at Liberty. I forgot they played at Liberty. But I don't think it was pro-style offense. No, but um, he, did, did, did Malik Willis also, have a team? Also, SEC-wise and, like, fucking the Conference USA. I mean, come on. I get that. Like, now, now, to that point, if Malik Willis would have did something that Patrick Mahomes did in college, if, if he would have put a Patrick Mahomes type number, well, you know what Patrick Mahomes did his last year in college? Do you have any idea? Yeah, Patrick, do you have any idea what Patrick Mahomes did last year? In college? Mahomes played multiple games though. Richard only started in thirteen games. Oh, yeah, like forty I, plus I, touchdowns. He, in like had, 10 he plays. had he had five thousand yards, forty-one touchdowns, and ten years. He did the same shit he's doing now in NFL. That he did last year in college. So if, if, if Richardson did some shit like that, if that was his stats, you're talking about oh yeah, he's an he's an SEC. He did, but he did nothing. He he didn't do anything. He didn't win. He what, what was his record? Six and what? He didn't win. His his, his I, context matters though. If you look at Mahomes, it, come on, bro. Who was coaching Mahomes in college? Cliff Kingsbury. <laughs> was no, it awful, awful in the NFL, but really good in college. Really good play caller in college. No, I'm, you're, you're never going to give me credit when I'm giving a credit to Cliff Kingsbury. Listen, listen, again. In college, he was good. That's why he went to the NFL. He got fired. He got fired, demoted. He got demoted to go to USC. As a play and caller in college, Samuel, he was Samuel. good, though. 
No, he, he got fired and went to USC to be an offensive coordinator. Then he, then he got hired by the Cardinals to be their head coach. So he got demoted. He got fired, demoted, and then hired in the NFL. That's why people are qu- scratching their heads saying, what in the hell? He's a the good Cardinals play caller, doing? though. He's a good play caller. In college, he was a good play caller. Okay. Now, now, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, and that's the reason why Patrick Mahomes threw for 5,000 yards because it's because of Cliff. Again, no, no, Mahomes has Mahomes has also like natural ability, but also like everything matters though. Like you look at uh, Anthony Richardson, is he only started in the only played that he's very raw 13 games. That's it. Mahomes played like in like three full seasons, I believe, or something like that. Now, now again, that's, that's a comparison between Malik Willis and your boy Anthony Richardson. That, that was he, he didn't play enough games. That's what they said. That's what you guys said last year. But we haven't seen we haven't seen Willis yet, though. I said he needed two years. Like we haven't seen nothing from him yet. Uh, the only thing I saw, the only thing I saw was him going out there, and he was so terrible. They had to call a guy from the goddamn street. They said they said, John, you from Walmart? We need no, you to be our quarterback. Actually, okay, actually but to be for fair, Al Park. To be fair, <laughs> to, to be fair, also to be fair, did I say he's ready to start last year? This no, is, it's the same again. You, you said Anthony Richardson is not ready yeah. to start. It's the same conversation. But he started though. He wasn't ready to start. Titans threw him there. He wasn't ready to play. He had no receivers to throw to. So, so the 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 Florida program. They were they weren't able to recruit any four star receiver. They have no receivers. They they they're just they're just a guard. They're just a small school. Go look at the receivers. Just go look at the receivers. It's not it's not terrible. None of them are draft eligible. Is that's cool because they're probably rookies or whatever. They're not rookies, but they're they're they're, uh, sophomores. But the thing is, it's not like he was in a terrible spot. I mean, all he was doing in in Florida. I'm sure if you I'm not sure if you watch any games, but their running game was amazing. All he did, hand the, ball, all he did hand the ball off. That's all he needed to do. They barely put any pressure on him to, to pass the ball because all it was was pass the ball to ETN or pass the ball, run the ball, run the ball to the other guy, run the ball to ETN, and then take your shots when it's there. They made it so easy for him. It's not like it's not like it was, oh, he he had a bad offensive line or, oh, yeah, he doesn't have the receiver. God, I mean, I seen, I watched those two games. And the passes that were dropped in those few those two games, there are passes behind. He threw he he, he threw passes behind the receivers. Or or pass or, or he was trying to check it down to the running back. He that's why I said he's not, ready, he's not ready to play now. That's what I'm saying. You that's what I'm saying. People are looking at the drops and they're just saying, oh, it's the receivers. It's the it's it's everybody else. But no, there were some of them that were actually in the receiver's hands straight up dropped them. Some of them weren't. That's what I'm saying. Everybody's looking at the drop the number of drops and they're blaming everybody else except the guy's throwing a goddamn ball. I just think in general the offense just wasn't that like their offense wasn't um, the offense they made it easy for him. All he did was run the ball, which they had a great running game, one of the top running rushing attacks in the country. Run the ball, and then do your play action, and you can find guys open. They, they made it simple for him. But here's the thing. If I could tell you you have a 50-50 shot at getting a superstar quarterback or a bus quarterback, you're not taking that's it. Not, that's not a 50-50 shot. He hasn't showed me anything. A 50-50 shot is a guy like Patrick Mahomes who threw for mm. 41 touchdowns in college. 50, he threw for 5,000 yards. What about then, like Josh then, Allen? Go look at Josh Allen's numbers. Josh, what about Josh Allen, Allen is one out of the 100,000 quarterbacks that failed. Why, why can't why can't Anthony Richardson name, be like name, Josh name, Allen? Name, name me two Josh Allen's. Name me two quarterbacks like Josh why, Allen. Why can't why Just can't Just name me one more? Just name me one more Anthony, Josh Allen. Why can't Anthony God. Richardson be that guy? Because he's not gonna, Josh Allen. That's why. But why can't he be that? Why why not? Because Josh Allen was like that in college. Why not? Hundreds. Pierre, listen to me. There were hundred people that failed before him. 
That's fine. That's, but a, like, that's what you can't even name you another Josh Allen. You name know, another why guy. Why do I need to? Why can't he not be that guy? Because there's only one. <laughs> is that like I know, but they could like, they like that, trend that, you're, okay. you're just saying is it coming to the NFL and just be straight up trash. You're not giving him a chance. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I did not say that. I'm just saying that. That's what you said. There only could be one. Like you don't believe in him. No, I'm that's saying that saying. there's only been one. Now, do I want to be a guy to take that chance? Look at the odds. Look at the odds. All right, there's been a hundred of project quarterbacks. It's just like Josh Allen, but there's only been one Josh Allen. But there's been thousands that failed. Because do I want to be do I want to be that team to take a risk like that, or or will I take a guy who has success in college, who has all the tangibles, and then have him as my backup? But they, here's the counter argument to that, though. Although some of those teams that the quarterbacks were drafted, they were all they were set up to fail right from the jump. Detroit staff is known to develop guys, right? I mean, I go up and down the roster. Sixth round pick James Houston, fourth round pick Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, what do you call it? sixth round pick Malcolm Rodriguez? Uh, they take all these guys that are like not supposed to like be good, and they they become really good. I get that. Now, can you name me one quarterback they did that they developed? The Lions haven't taken a quarterback. Well. It was only well, how did you know that they pick. could develop a quarterback? Because I have faith in that staff. I have faith in the Lions staff that they could develop. You don't. They, know they've anything? shown it. Yeah. Yes and no, man. It's, it's right here's now, the thing: you have two former quarterbacks at the as the quarterbacks coach. You have um, Ben Johnson, who's a really good OC. You have Tanner Agersand, who's a grooming to be their next OC. They moved him strictly to pass game coordinator. Um, you have all the right pieces: JT Barrett, right, former quarterback as well, really high IQ. They actually think really highly of Allen Park. Um, he just got promoted to assistant quarterbacks coach. So. They like they have all the pieces are there. Any young quarterback they take, like if I was to tell you right now, where would Anthony Richardson like we succeed in Houston or Detroit? You'd say Detroit, right? Because right now Detroit's a better team. That's the only reason I'm why the better team. They're, they're is the better because team because they, right now who does Houston have? It's because of the coaching staff. It's because they got the right pieces around him too. They don't have the right people around him. They don't have a team. Right? They don't. They also don't have a team because if you think of right now, Anthony Richardson goes to Houston. He's forced to start. He's not going to start. He's not going to start. They're going to they're gonna probably force him to start. Well, they could sign a veteran. <laughs> no, I don't think Anthony Richardson is starting in any circumstances. I don't think he's either. starting in any circumstances. I, I think the best spots for him are teams that have a good, really good coach staff and they've shown that they can develop and be patient with players. And the Lions have shown that. They're, they were patient with players and they develop them. They don't just say, oh, you're not good. We're going to cut you after one year. They don't do that. They, they wait. You know what I mean? Three, four so, years like Jeff Okuda, but yeah. That was unnecessary. <laughs> that was unnecessary. So, welcome. This is where we disagree, and, and I respect your opinion, but I just feel like if, if this guy if this guy ends up being really good and people are going to be kicking themselves, people like, you know, like the situation with Justin Herbert. People oh, thought, oh, like he just wasn't good in college. He fell to six. Justin Herbert wasn't good in college? So a lot of people were saying that. We, we, could, we could pull up the stats and put it side by side. You can pull up the stats, but a lot of people were doubting his ability to like play. People thought he was going to be a bust. Yeah, that's some right. People could, you know, some people could have thought he was a bust. Could have been a bust. Oh, I'm not not some like I'm telling you a lot a hand like a, a lot, lot of people, people did. Yeah, because they didn't think he could have go, uh, be under shotgun. That was his yeah, problem. The, 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 yeah. The, the thing is, like I said, for me, for me, you know, like you're 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 a risk taker. You're able to okay. It doesn't matter what they did in college. 
as long as they have the size and speed, yeah, we can bring them in. And just hope no, that just, works. Not, no, it's not just the, like no size and speed is not everything because there's this guy named Tyree Jackson, whatever. He has size speed, but he was awful. Like, okay, he just Ar- okay. Let me, let me let me add to that size, speed, and arm strength. So is that is the traits? No, 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 traits, 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 whatever traits. So any guy, with, any, that, any, any guy with traits, any guy with all those traits that 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 you like, you you rather 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 bring them in. But wait, Malcolm, sorry to cut you off. Wait, Peter, if you don't like if, if the only thing you what do you like about the original outside of traits? You can't no, tell me this game tape. Everything. You like him because no, he's, he's, he's not back. He's, it's the pro style. It's a pro style offense, which is really rare for guys that come out playing a pro style offense. So you like his traits. But he wasn't good so at it though. He, he he's smart. He knows the NFL system. Like he knows an NFL offense. But he wasn't good at um, it. It's obviously the traits as well, and it's his high football IQ. He wasn't good at it because he had no fucking players around him. That's why he wasn't good at it. Okay, sorry to cut you off, Malcolm. Continue what you were saying. Everybody else, everybody else except, except Anthony Richardson. So it's everybody else's fault except Anthony Richardson. I mean, no, he had a fault. I, Malcolm, I'm not saying he's going to come in and start day one and fucking light it up. I'm saying no. he needs like needs some time. I, I, I get that, just like the guy he said last year. But um, um, like the the thing is, is shit. I, I forgot what the fuck. What was I talking about? Before? I'm sorry, that was my fault. I cut you off. What was I talking about? Do you remember? No. I don't know what you're going into, honestly. That's my I fault. Remember I, I, I don't remember. I, I it's, 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 it's all good. It's but, good. you know, that, that's my point, though. I'm just not a big AR-15 fan, personally. I, I'm not the type of guy. And you know who Josh Allen is starting to become in, like, NBA terms? It's starting to become, like, the Dirk shit. You know, like, the European player. Taking the European player and trying to hope he's the next Dirk. I think there was an 0 for 21 span at that point until <laughs> so your boy KP came in the league. That's that what Josh exactly, Allen is starting to become right now. exactly what's going on, man. Josh shit, Allen man. is the new Dirk Nowitzki. Shit, that's exactly what's going on. You're trying to take the guy that has the high traits like Josh Allen, who wasn't really good in college, but has all the beautiful traits that you can make it work in the league. And, I mean, I agree with more Malcolm with, than not that I think it's more likely to bust out than work out. And, and you know what I remember I was gonna, what I was getting into? I was going to say that I am, you know, as, as far as for me, I'm more, if you're going to groom a quarterback, I'd rather him have, I mean, like, I'd have some type of idea know what he could do. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I, like as far as, like, you look at what, when, the Chiefs, they drafted Patrick Mahomes. They knew what they were getting on top. But they they said this guy could fucking throw the football. Mm-hmm. They knew he could throw the fucking football because he has the stats, he had the touchdowns to back it all up. So all they said is, look, all we got to do is groom him in to get to, to to understand the NFL game, and he could take off and to be the same quarterback that he pretty much was in fucking college. And shit, that, that's not if you're gonna do it that way, I'm down with that. But I'm not gonna close my eyes, put a blindfold on, and just pick and say, uh. You that ran fast, come to the team. You know, I, I'm not doing that. Yeah, it's not. It's not like you that ran fast come to this team. There's more to it, but like, okay. Let's also, move. to be fair, I do want to bring up one thing. He's my quarterback three. I have Bryce Young and CJ Stroud ahead of him. Yeah, those are. But I take all three of those guys in the top six. Okay, like, let's no move, doubt about let's it. Let's move on from Anthony Richardson real quickly. I want to let's stick with this rookie quarterback trend really quick. I just want to ask Malcolm this because I know Pierre's answer is already yes. CJ Stroud or Bryce Young followed you six. You taking them? I'll take Bryce Young. CJ. CJ, probably not. Okay. Fair enough. Um, if it's those two guys, I told you, I'm comfortable taking those guys. And absolutely Bryce Young. Bryce Young's my QB1. Yeah, Bryce Young, I think Bryce Young got the chance to be special. But uh, damn the height, damn the weight. I think. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. You just, you just look how he is. I mean, his pocket, uh, pocket presence and how calm he is. I think he's gonna be special, but I, I love his motor too. I mean, just the way he went Alabama last game in the in the Sugar Bowl versus who did they play in that game? Shit, I forgot who they played in that game, but didn't need to play in that game regardless, right? Um, and he showed me that he's willing to play for his team. 
I love the motor with with Bryce Young. I think he could be a phenomenal football player in this league. Now, I think the chances of him being at six, now the NFL draft could go anyway, but I would be stunned if he's there at six. Yeah, I'll actually be stunned if him and, and, Sh- and Shroud is there. I, I doubt it. I think they're going to go probably one and two. I, I, I can see the Bears trading that pick, and it's whoever possible. they traded to is going to get one of those guys, and the, the other guy's going to probably fall right after because I think the Houston Texans is number two. See, now I think when we go that approach with a rookie quarterback, I think that makes sense for me compared to AR. And I, I, I respect Pierre. You know, he, he likes to take risks. He's willing to take a shot on the traits. That's fair. That's, that's just Pierre's opinion. I don't personally like AR-15. Malcolm personally doesn't like AR-15. That's fair. I think, though, you get a CJ Strout here or get a Bryce Young here and they could sit behind golf for one year and then, you know, you could really build a team off with those guys and maybe trade golf in the offseason potentially. Or even if golf is really good and you want to stick with him, I think you can get value out of Bryce Young or CJ Strout if they're your quarterback, your backup quarterback, if you want to maximize that in the offseason if golf's your guy. I think if you draft Bryce or CJ, I think they start day one. I, I mean, I, I don't you think see they get rid of golf before the year. I think like let's say let's say they took a quarterback and that quarterback had a great camp and he's kind of there with Goff like similar I think they get rid of I think they trade Goff or get rid of I don't think they'll because I, I don't think CJ and Bryce need a year off I think they're ready to play right now that's fair but I, if they fall to your lap and you could draft them I still think you stick with Goff why wouldn't you just play them and develop them as the season goes why would you waste year their development because they're ready to play. I mean, you don't want to really go through right because we could win right now. You know, we could win right now, right? Like, you could win right now, but like, I mean, you could win. Like I said, if you think you could win with those guys, why have golf? Why not get? You're willing to deal with the growing pains and when you when you have a shot to win right now. It's not even the growing pains at that point. It's going to be weird too because every team's going to probably have a quarterback at that point. I mean, you're talking about you know. Late April, early May for agency. I think, I think if they were to draft a quarterback like that early, like if it's one of those guys, they would trade JG on draft night. JG would probably ask out. It's possible. I mean, I don't know. I don't think you have to necessarily force it either. I don't think you have to just throw CJ or Bryce in there day one either. I mean, like, gun to my head, I don't think they'll take a quarterback, even though I want them to. I just don't. I'm like, the opposite, dude. I, I actually have a gut they are going to take a quarterback this year. That's my gut feeling. In round one? In round one. That's my guts. Guts in my head. I don't think they will, but I want them to. Um, just kind of like of the comments they say, again, I don't want to read too much into it, but they did say like they want players that can help them win now versus kind of wait because they're in that win now mode. Yeah. But like if, if a really good quarterback falls to you, does that, doesn't that sort of like change your thought? I mean, I don't know, man. I don't want to like think too much. And, and, that's, and that's why it goes to what I said earlier. They're doing a phenomenal job of – not knowing what they're going to do. Not not dumb, but like having people not know what they're going to do with this pick. Because this could really go in so many different directions. They could take a corner at six. They could take a quarterback at six. They could take a defensive end at six. Like it could really go any way. And like something interesting with Richardson is like they've done their homework on him. They've been to five Florida games. They also had a formal meeting with him at the Combine. I think they yep. also met with CJ. Um. I forgot what other quarterbacks they I think they met with uh, TTR as yeah. well. I don't have the list in front of me, but I don't know if they met with Bryce or not. I think they did too. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, anyway, I mean, so I mean, they're doing their they're doing their homework on these quarterbacks. They're they're doing these formal meetings with them. They Jeff Risson said from Lions Wire that the Lions have done like an unexpected amount of work when you have like a starter on quarterbacks this year. So 
kudos to them. Like, at least they're doing their work. They're looking at everything. If they find a guy they love, I'm sure they'll take him. If not, then I guess they'll just move on and maybe take one later rounds or wait till next year, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think they need to, like, press it. Like, if they don't love a guy, you don't take him. But if you love a guy, you have to take him. That's just the way I feel. I agree. Like, I think that's with any player, too. If you love a player and you have a chance to get him, like, they love J-Mo. They went up from fucking 32 to uh, whatever, 12 it was or something like that. Yeah. To 12 to take J-Mo. Like, if they're at six and and Arizona is at three and there's a quarterback they love and other teams are calling Arizona, I think Arizona would probably be inclined to trade up three spots back then trade, like, six, seven spots back, right? Possibly. So... That's just that's just yeah. how I feel. I, I, don't I, don't know. Know, I don't know how I feel about trading out for a quarterback, but you bring up a good point. It's it's interesting. It really is interesting. And you like you said, you have to fall in love with the guy to take him. So But Tyler, like I know you said no, but let's say CJ Stroud or Bryce Young are there at three. You're one of the guys you like. Mm-hmm. And Brad Holmes trades up to three and takes one. Are you even mad or are you excited? I'm excited. <laughs> I know it says like I know I said earlier I probably wouldn't do it, but depending on what they gave up and what I know about those quarterbacks and like especially if it's Bryce I'm going to be excited because I think Bryce could be a freaking superstar in this league so I think when you move up 6-3 to three, I think the cost of that I did some research I forgot which trade it was but I think it was two second round picks or something like that I guess here let me clarify that Bryce Young ecstatic CJ Stroud okay with if that makes sense I, I have Bryce and CJ really close next to each other so I'd be like over the moon with both of them and then Anthony Richardson I'd be excited about but Bryce and CJ with I would be like I'd be like, we got our guy, baby. If, we got our they, guy. If they took AR-15, let's say hypothetically, with that number six pick, I'm not going to be ecstatic about it, but I'm going to give it a shot. And I, I think mean, Malcolm if, would if be the they, same way. If they took him at six, yeah. they, 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 they would think the same way I'm thinking, basically. Yeah. I mean, if they, again, and I want to let, let all listeners know because I've been seeing this on Twitter. I'm not sure who's been seeing it. At the, at the end of the day, I am not Brad Holmes. Tyler's not Brad Holmes. Pierre's not Brad Holmes. Yeah, we're just saying our opinion. At the end of the day, our opinion re- really means very little. I mean, it just it's just what we're talking about, what we think is going to happen. At the end of the day, it's Brad Holmes' decision. If Brad Holmes decides, look, this is what he wants to do, who am I to say, oh, that's a terrible idea, Brad Holmes. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. Brad Holmes, he's a GM for the reason. He's a GM for the Lions for, the re- for a reason. I am not. I am not in any position to say, Oh, Brad Holmes, what the hell are you doing? Brad Holmes, that, that, that's what Brad Holmes want to do? You know what? I'm going to stand behind it. I mean, it just is what it is. Am I going to be excited like, oh, yes, we got to go to – no, not going to do that. Am I going to be pissed about it? No, I'm not going to be pissed. I'm just going to say, hey, you know what? This is what Brad Holmes wants to do. I'm behind it. Let's go. Um, Also, just to like – also, just to back – like, he also – like, we could trust him. Like, Bob Quinn, maybe he had like an up-and-down record. But Brad Holmes, so far, two years in – I think, like, if we're being realistic, he only has two misses. It's it's Ifatu Malafanu and Levi Onzeruki. Other than that, I mean, all the guys he's drafted, like, even Derek Barnes' fourth-round pick, maybe he's not been a starter, but he's contributed on especially special he's contributed. For fourth-round pick, That that's pretty solid, right? Yeah. So I don't think he's really – he's had two misses out of, like, I don't know how many picks. That's really good for a GM. You're not going to hit 100%. Yeah. So if Brad decides to, like, take a certain player, I'm not really going to question it because he's shown – in his two years here, he knows how to fucking draft. That's a great point, Pierre, because I think like in 2020 or 2019, you have every right to question what Bob Quinn's doing. Like you you could have more of an input of your opinion and be mad if something doesn't happen. I think all three of us and I think a majority of Lions fans will agree is like what you guys are saying. It's like if Brad thinks it's a good idea, you're probably going to be on right. You're going to you're going to ride with it. You're going to give it a shot at the very least. 
You know, I, I think that's fair. You're going to give it a shot at the very least. Even though you might not agree with it today, you're going to get you're going to trust Brad Holmes thought process and evaluation process that he thinks it's going to work. And Dan, I think they both have to agree or they won't take a guy. Staff, like, just the staff yeah, in yeah. general. I was yeah, just going by the GM. Like, you know, I'm just giving yeah, the GM yeah, card for here. sure. Yeah. So like, bro, just the way they drafted, like even Levi Allen's rookie, like I feel like if he just wasn't hurt, he was he was like really good in college. Like that just sucks he got injured, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. I just I, I trust them. I agree. I, I really do. Like they've shown they've shown they could draft. It doesn't matter where they pick, they find all these hidden gems. Malcolm Rodriguez, James Houston, Amon Ross St. Brown. And then in the top of the draft, we've seen the lot previous have kind of struggle. They've hit home runs. Hutch was great and Sewell looks like He's going to be like one of the best tackles for for the both, next decade. Both in the league. franchise players on both sides of the ball, and those are your key positions. They yep. built from the inside out versus the previous staff, like put from the outside in, right? Yeah. So like this, they, the staff knows what they're doing. They have a plan, and they know how to draft. I'm just excited about this draft because I feel like this draft could take this team to the next level. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I just I just can't wait for this. I'm mentally drained. <laughs> Well, I can't. Well, I can't wait for the shit to be over. I mean, I'm kind of tired of it too, but at the same time, it's fun to talk about. And I don't let kind of people's opinions get to me. I've been called a lot of things the past few days, few weeks, few months. It's I kind of ignore it. It is what it is. It's not like, even that. It's not even that. It's just like you just want to see what happens. Yeah, just 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 knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. It's just like all right. If like for example, say Anthony Richards is there at six, and Detroit says, "All right, we're going to draft Christian Christian Gonzalez," and then they just don't That's draft. Fine. Anthony Richardson. I don't now, it, 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 it is fine, but then again, it's like, all right, it's a relief that you know now this whole Anthony Richardson talk just be, be put to bed. Just like just like just like the shit from last year when we're talking about um, you know Malik Willis and all that shit. You know they they put it to bed. You know I'm just I just want them to make the decision whether it's going to keep golf. Is he your guy or you know are they going to go with him or just, are they going to you know or they're going to put it to bed. You know, that's that's why I can't wait. That's what I'm saying. I just, I'll have a relief once this shit is over. Yeah. I told you, I don't think they'll take one. I, I want them to. I don't think they will. But Tyler thinks they will. Yeah, Tyler, my, Tyler's my, on that, you my, know, like, we'll my, see, gu- my, so. my, my gut's telling me yes. I don't what, know why. What if, what if it's the guy that guys are not talking about? Will Levis? Will Levis. That, Will bro, Levis. I'm not really a fan, but if Brad and Dan and that sad believes in him, then I'm on that train too. Because, I mean, like I said, they know what they're doing, bro. So if they... Tyler's making a face. It's like very similar of like what I'm telling you about AR-15. Don't love the prospect. Don't love Will Levis either. But again, I'll give it a shot if it happens. You give it a shot if it's there, okay? Now, if Will Levis maybe is there at 18, I I'd kind of be more open to that versus like you know like I, I just don't love Will Levis. I don't know. Much. I mean, I just I'm not really a fan of Will Levis. I want to. I got to go back and watch it a little. I'm I not. Think, really I think we're all in agreement here. I already know Malcolm does I mean, not like I mean, Will Levis. It's not that I don't like him, man. I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I'm not in the, I guess the, the mindset of getting a quarterback like to replace your golf right now because, I, like I said, I think we can win. But, um, shit, if it happens, I, will, I mean, it's just like the other guys, I have the same, I have the same energy. If it was that'd other be, guys, that would be can so I? funny though. That'd be so funny on draft day. We're doing our live stream, whatever, and we're trying to figure that out right now. We're just gonna do a live stream probably for the draft, and we see Will Levis. Will Levis like, everybody, everybody, George's gonna be freaking out. <laughs> uh, Will Levis, especially especially if Anthony Rich is there. That's just so, I would I would die laughing. I would probably fall on the floor. My mic would fall. Everything. I, I, would, I, I don't think Richardson will be on the board at six. I think he'll be off the board at six. We'll see. And that's, and that's I think good. three quarterbacks go in the top five. And that's gonna be the Ooh. fun of draft day. That's gonna be the fun. A draft there. All right, guys. Yeah, but um, I, I just want to bring up one more name. Dorian Tom, 
DTR. Let's just call him DTR. UCLA. Thompson, Robinson out of UCLA. Okay. That kid intrigues me a little in the mid rounds as a developmental guy, potential backup, potential guy maybe could like. He's fun. He's yeah. He's mobile. He has a nice arm. Uh, he's he's played a lot in this league. And then Chip Kelly raised about his toughness as well. And like when someone raised about a player's toughness like that, and you see Campbell and Holmes always talk about toughness and grit. I feel like he fits too. He fits what they look for in a player. Yeah, he's he's definitely a fun player. For for the record, I, I'm I like Hooker late. Oh yeah, Hooker too. Hooker is an interesting piece. He's just a little old man, but like he's I mean, fine I, too. Again, I'm I'm looking at him for you know to come in, be behind golfing and be a, a back. I'm not. I mean, I'm not even looking for him to take his job. I mean, if he does, yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. if he does, it's cool. But I mean, I think he'll be. If anybody looking for a backup, anybody, I know everybody was talking about backup being so important in the beginning of the offseason, but now it's it's up to, some, to something else. But if you're still in that, oh, we still need a backup, I think he could be a, you know, a serviceable backup. I'm with you there. I think he could also, like, if, if he shows improvement and if he looks good, he could potentially in the future, potentially – Maybe replace God. Like maybe, and, and again, that, that's the type of project I'm talking yeah. about. Because you know what, he showed it in college. He showed the numbers in college. I mean, he didn't play the best when he played tough competition. But um, I think those other teams were just better at the end of the day. So I mean, this is what it is. Yeah. All right, y'all. Yeah. I think that is a good segue to end the show. This was a good, fun show. Talked about some quarterbacks, had some good debate. And for next week, we're going to have free agency. So we're going to actually know some players are going to be signing with the Lions, re-signing with the Lions, some guys that were on our team are going to be elsewhere. I mean, we're going to see it all next week. So that's going to probably be our next episode. So you can maybe potentially expect an emergency pod or something huge happens. Or if, you know, just a lot of good players, maybe we'll just save it all for one episode. We'll kind of determine how we think we should do it. But that's definitely going to probably be our next episode is going to be about free agency and what the Lions end up doing. But I hope you guys all enjoyed this post-combine franchise tag window of all quarterbacks getting paid and this discussion we had about quarterbacks hope you guys all enjoyed if you could leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts, it is always much appreciated and i am out guys peace all right guys hope you all enjoyed the episode and i'll see you guys next week i'm out peace all right y'all it's your boy malcolm and i am out peace is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat call quickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done